Welcome to Money Smarts, a podcast of Summit Credit Union, where we connect people and inspire action to create member and community wealth. As a not-for-profit financial cooperative, Summit Credit Union exists to improve our members' lives and help them reach their dreams. Our Money Smarts podcast is just one way we engage members in the community in conversations about money that inspire you to spend smart, save more, and take action to build a richer life. Every year, Summit Credit Union hosts a community financial education program called Project Money. People apply to be part of the program to work on increasing their savings, reducing their debt, and managing their money better, all with the guidance of a Summit financial coach. This podcast episode shares the story and journey of just one of our Project Money participants. Welcome to Money Smarts. I'm Amy Crow, the financial education specialist at Summit Credit Union, and your host for our time together today. We're delighted to have Sue and Jeff, winners of season 11 Project Money, with us today. Hello. Hello. Well, thank you so much for coming. So let's start from the very beginning. What prompted you to apply for Project Money? Well, I, I guess um, we were just at a point um, in our in our lives. Uh, I had been diagnosed with breast cancer. I had a lot of extra medical expenses, um, so that kind of drained our savings. Along with being off work, we were using our credit cards for um, a lot of unexpected expenses and regular expenses that we just didn't have the cash for. Things break down, and it's like, okay, well, slide the card. So um, we were just at a point in our in our in our lives that is like I mean we had so much so much debt we felt we had so much debt we weren't comfortable with, and um, we were struggling just financially trying to figure out how we were going to pay off this debt. It just seemed like the way we were doing it we weren't getting ahead. Um, so I had seen an email um, that came through uh, requesting applicants for the project money, and I printed it off and showed it to Jeff one night. And I said, what do you think? I said, here's here's something we can try. And we both kind of came to the conclusion that what do we got to lose? Absolutely. And I had seen this, um, I don't know, two or three years prior at uh, one of the branches uh, near where I work. And I'd, I'd noticed a little bit of the advertising. And I came home and I did mention to Sue that I, I saw this, but I didn't really know what was going on. And I didn't take the time at that point. So the advertising was obviously there. Um, so I, then I said, hey, this is that thing I, I told you about. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's check this. So we filled out the application and got you the information and the rest is history. And then you were selected for Project Money Season 11. So part of the Project Money uh, program, for those of you who don't know, is that we pair four participants every year with a financial coach. And they work with them for seven months to manage their money better, increase their savings, and reduce their debt. And so what was it like with your very first meeting with Coach Aiden? Oh, Aiden was amazing from the beginning. Yeah, we didn't know what to expect, but... Yeah, but um, she just immediately put us at ease. Um, she did tell us that this was going to be hard. It's going to be hard work for us. But if we were both committed to it, um, we could be successful. Um, she listened to us um, and always gave us options. And she straight off the in, the in the front, she just said, look, I'm not going to make these choices for you. I will give you what options you have, but it's ultimately your choices to make whether you want to do something or not do something. So that made us feel good that, you know, these are going to be our choices. You know, sometimes it seems like, hey, we need somebody to hold our hand. <laughs> Which this for the seven months, she was holding you accountable. Yeah, she, she definitely held us accountable. Yeah. Yes, yes, she, she did. 
Because you had monthly meetings with her and some check-ins maybe during the month. Yes, yes. And we, we looked forward to meeting up with her. And, you know, it was like, it was always like, what did we do this month? And it was like, yay, we had to get, got to unveil, you know, how we, how, what we, things we were success, successful with and what things um, we were struggling with. So what were some of your financial goals that you approached Aiden and told her that you were looking forward to doing? Well, um, we, needed, we needed to have an emergency savings account because we were pretty much depleted. So she said, well, that's number one. Um, the other thing was paid on, paid on some of those debt. The debt, and yeah. And the one thing that she came to us with is to consolidate all our debt into one low-cost mortgage. Um, and she said, okay, we can do this. And we put it all together, and we thought, whoa, that's quite a lot of money. And she goes, oh, it's an eight-year eight refi. And we're like, okay, and this is what your payment is. And But she said, you know, you've been putting out this much money every month paying this bill and this bill and this bill and this bill. Let's take what you have been paying and just put that towards your loan. She goes, so you're paying more of the principal long. And if we calculated that out, our loan was going to be paid off in three and a half years. Whoa, you were going to pay off your mortgage plus the debt that they rolled into a refi yes. in three and a half years. And that was just like mind-blowing for us, yes. Wait, well, how much, what was the term of your mortgage prior to Project Money? Like, uh, Well, we had, we had a, we, we only had like about five years left on our mortgage, but we had, oh, okay. but we had some. We had a car loan. And we had, you know, credit card debt. And so we looked, oh, three and a half years, it isn't bad. And of course, that wasn't good with us. So we said, let's make it three years. Oh, because you are a little bit competitive, and well, and we're and we're like, hey, we wanted to we wanted to finish off. We're like, okay, three years that'll get us to twenty twenty two. So January first to twenty twenty three, we are going to be clean slate, no debt. Wow, and that was our goal. We 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 just told her, said, let's let's make this doable. How did that feel like just being in a different life stage? You know, you have two grown kids who are starting their lives of their own. It was overwhelming just knowing, you know, once we consolidated that loan, it's like the weight already went off of our shoulders because it... um, It wasn't in your face every month. Yeah. See those bills coming in every month going, oh, we owe this. And we knew what we were capable of paying. And once we started paying on that mortgage, it was like, whoa. We've already decreased it this much. Oh, we've already decreased it this much. And so then what wasn't it? We only added like $50 more and that cut that down to the three-year mark. Was it weird consolidating that other debt onto your mortgage? Like, was that a little bit of a mind stretch? No, no, it felt good. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, it took the weight off of our shoulder. It 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 was more like, wow, we got all of this and it's all in one payment. And it's like we were starting all over new. It's like, okay, we are not carrying balances on our credit cards. If we can't afford it, we, we don't put it on there. So again, with our, with our um, new way of doing our finances is whenever we did use a credit card from that point on, we would deduct it out of our checking and we made a savings account for that credit card. Okay. So, so like say if we went and got gas, we... You know, $30 in gas, I would take $30 out of the checkbook, transfer it into the credit card account. So now we were, the credit card bill was coming, we were getting points on it. And the money was already there. When the bill was due, we just transferred from that savings account into our checking and paid the bill. And that was a relief. We've never, you know, had the credit cards that paid off every month. Right. Well, I bet it was a relief to go from multiple payments a month that you were juggling to one yeah. payment a month. 
and that's what that's what I mean. It, it just felt like a big relief. And and I tell other people this too. We grew up learning from our parents, and in that thought, we had one savings and one checking account. And we were trying to run that way because that's the way our parents did it. So that's what we did, and this is where we ended up. Now, you know, we didn't learn all of this from our parents, you know, but, you know, okay, so we got into a little bit of trouble. Um, But now we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that in three years this is going to be gone. And that makes us feel good. And at that point, the ball started rolling, and it was just snowballing because things went pretty nicely after that. Once you started seeing your savings grow and paying off debt, we got happier and happier by each month. Every time we went and see Aiden, she says, well, how did it go? It's like, hey, it went pretty good. <laughs> well, let's talk about the 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 budget word. Mm-hmm. You know, Sue, I know when you and I met originally, and, and obviously, Jeff, you were mm-hmm. in the uh, meet- initial meetings as well. You know, Aiden said that you had a detailed tracking of your expenses. You can categorize things. But what was the one kind of improvement in your system that Aiden had kind of given you at one of those first meetings? Well, what we had done is I had, we'd always kept track of our expenses. We just wrote down a thing what we were what spending. We spent money but on. we never had categories. We never knew how much were you spending on groceries, how much were you spending on gas, uh, going out for dinner. Um you know, entertainment, those fun things. Um, so she goes, let's categorize these. Let's go through a budget. Let you find out how much you're spending. And we were absolutely shocked what we were spending on, how often we were going out for dinner, even though we had stuff in the refrigerator to eat. It was, it was ridiculous. And we were, we were living pretty frivolous, frivolously. And it really made us think, you know, it's just like, you can look at the budget and look at your things that you have control over, like your groceries and your gas and all that. But you also got to look at you know, your car insurance, your life insurance, medical copays, uh, uh, even, even like um, your, your taxes and vehicle registration. And the other thing we were just shocked at is what we spent on our pets. We, had, we have two um, very high-maintenance dogs. We didn't realize that until we actually looked and seen. So just to, just to cover the food and meds for them, not covering any extras, no grooming, no nothing like that, um, vet, bill, or vet visits and such, it was $1,600 a year. A year. So immediately, Aiden says, we need to make a savings account for, for the pets. And that was, that was excellent a, advice. That was the first, first savings account we opened up. It's funny that we say that George and Oliver have their own savings account, but they do. So, and we earmarked, we thought, okay, $1,600 divided by every month. Okay, let's start socking $140 a, a month away. And that worked so good. So when we had to go and get a bag of dog food or go refill their pills and such, the money was there. And it didn't bother the cash flow in your checking account. No. No, it, not at all. So. It, 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 these, these savings accounts that we created ended up being like holding tanks. Yeah, think of it as like little buckets you would lay along, along the floor, along the wall. And so basically what we did was our, our money comes in and Aiden said, spend all of it into your buckets. Oh, okay. So just move everything into move a bucket. It. Every bit of it. But we actually didn't. We, we, we wanted a little cushion. So she gave me a $100 cushion. She goes, I'll give you that. So um, we worked it every, um, every week. 
we would tally up and be like, okay, this is how this week went. Okay, he gets Jeff gets paid every Friday, so we ran our weeks Friday to Thursday. So every Thursday night, we gathered around and the counter and like figured out, okay, this is what we have. This 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 is what we spent this week. This is the excess that we have. Okay, next week we have this and this and this, and and then at the end of the month, like okay, this is how we finished out the month. All the bills have been paid. We have excess of this. Okay, how are we going to divvy it up? Let's put it into savings and, and, and stuff. So if we had any extra, but even during the month, you know, we took out, made sure we were taking enough out to cover the car insurances for every month. You know, you divvy it up so every month you're covered. So then you didn't have to take it out of savings when it was due and have you have that emotional like, ugh. Every time we had to go into our savings to take money out, it just like, just crushed us it did. because like it's it, it's going out faster than what we can because you had one one savings account that had everything in it Correct. and and when you manage your money that way it's really hard to think about all of the different things that you just listed off yes, that you need lot. to keep money in there for right. and then you know life happens and it drains it even more right whether it's a fun life happens or a bad life happens right but another another thing that Aiden uh, mentioned to us, is she goes, let's start saving. You know, she goes, what do you guys spend on Christmas? <gasps> I don't know, <laughs> you know. So she goes, let's let's do a ballpark, and let's aim aim to save that much. So we aimed to save so much, and we said, she goes, when do you want it there? And I said, I want it by there by December first, so that we can do our shopping. So we made sure we had that money in savings. In that, in that little savings account for Christmas by December 1st. And this is the first year that we did not carry any Christmas presents, shopping, whatever, on our credit card into January. How did that feel? Awesome. <laughs> now, think about this. This isn't, we're not talking just Christmas gifts. We're talking money for food and snacks and drinks. You're entertaining people. Christmas this tree. is part of your, yeah, Christmas tree. This is all part of your budget. How did you even budget for well, that? Well, the first time it's kind of hard. You know, you it's kind of a guessing game. However, even if you guess a little off, you you're putting some effort into it. Like we said, we just wrote down we didn't have a budget. When we came into this, we had no budget. Never had one before. Now, we have a well-working budget. It runs like a top. <laughs> and and I took advantage of one of your podcasts, Amy, oh. um, for the Christmas stuff. And we actually revamped our Christmas thing of the, getting four, everybody got four presents. It's what you want, what you need, whether to wear and read. And it really, the kids- It went over well, yeah. It was great. Even Jeff's mom was really excited about it. But she said, you know, this really makes you think of- What's really important? Yeah, that's true. And thank you for giving that little shout out. Um, yeah, because Summit has on our website at summitcreditunion.com under the Money Smart section, we have on-demand webinars where folks can see the recorded webinars, but then we also have all of our podcasts out there um, as well. And so we have plenty of resources for people to be able to you know, take advantage of anytime they want to. So. So tell me a little bit more. So you, you have all these savings accounts for things. Did you have any money in your checkbook? Like, did you go to the store with your debit card or your credit card and then have to transfer it, like, in the parking lot? I had a notebook for the week. And so Friday we started a new one, and I would take out, like, the things that were payments for that for that week. If the water and light bill was coming due that week, I deducted out of the checking account. Uh, we we put set aside every week a certain amount to go into our vacation savings. So that gets deducted, deducted out um, as well as like life insurance, car insurance and such. Whatever was due for that week, I take that out immediately right away. Okay. So then I know what we have for the week. 
So it's like, okay, we budget $90 for gas. So that's sitting in the checkbook. It's sitting in the checkbook. And the grocery budget there. So as... As we would spend, I'd go to the grocery store, my notebook, I'd have my receipt. I'd be like, okay, I spent $60 on groceries. He'd come home and say, here's my receipt for gas. So I'd write down that. And at the end of the week, we'd earmark things. Okay, what did you put on the charge card? So that would get that would get transferred to the charge account. So we still use cards. Yeah. Yeah. And then if it was, um, and it, we rarely write out a check. I would use our debit card. And then at the end of the, end of the week, I'd say, okay, this is what we spent on groceries. This is what we spent on gas this is how much I'm transferring over and we'd make those deductions for the week and we'd see where we sat for the week. It was great. So Summit Credit Union has uh, in our online banking system a cool little tool called Climber. Did you use that at all throughout the Project Money program? All the time. Because um, the great great thing about Climber is it puts everything, all your finances, right in front of your face. Everything. You can see what is in all your accounts um, you can see the bills that you paid or the times that you've used your debit card. It'll, it'll list there. And you can tag those. Hey, we went to pick and save, and this was you know $60 towards groceries. So then it goes into your budget, immediately goes into your budget, so $60 is earmarked. And then you can even split tag. You can split tag so that when you buy groceries and household goods at yep. the same store. And so now when you have your budget... You have all these categories in your budget. So now you're withdrawing out of those separate budgets and you can see right where you are. Another thing with Climber is you can put all of your investments in there, even if it's not at Summit, you just put them in there and it will give you a net worth. And it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. it is amazing. Did you use the goal setting part of Climber? Yes. And that was really neat because we could see how we were coming with our goal. And you'd be like, oh, he'd come home and I'd be like, hey, look at look at where we are in here, you know, our vacation. We only have $100 more and we got everything for vacation. Or we're, we're so close, you know, like we're going to be close on the taxes and stuff. So let's just put, um, let's put an extra 100 bucks on there just to be safe. So you kind of see and you, you, you know, just because you have a budget doesn't mean you can't fine tune it along the way. Yeah, so the Climber app in the goal setting tool you can actually say, I want you to monitor this specific savings account for a specific period of time, and it will show you or text or email you where you are, where your progress is to motivate you to keep you moving forward. So it tells you if you went over or you have X number of dollars left in your budget. Yeah, or your goal. Your goal, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like we said, oh, we wanted to save X number of dollars for Christmas. And as we put money in that account, it'd be like, okay, you're – you're 30% to your goal, you're 50% to your goal. And it'd be like, oh, you're 98% to your goal. It's like, ah, (laughs) great. And And that was very helpful. And then it had the spending targets. So we have the goals, but then the spending targets where you can literally set a budget saying, I don't want to spend more than $300 at groceries. And then you guys can assign the tags to it and it will add it all up And then it'll notify you. You can put notifications in anytime you want. So if you're getting close and you can change those, this... This is all at your fingertips, so it takes a little bit to get used to using it. And you can set alerts. So I would be sitting at work, and 
I would know when he would get gas because of ding. And it'd be like, hey, you're close to your uh, gas thing. I'm like, oh, he got gas today. So this was definitely not one of you running the finances in this program. This was a collaborative effort between both of you. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's one thing you have to, we, we, when we, we selected, we kind of looked at each other like, okay, you know what? This is going to be a priority of ours. We are going to make, be committed to being making this successful Holding for us. Holding each other accountable for... You, know, you can't just go out on a whim and just blow a bunch of money. That's not going to work. Well, and I think the potential to win $10,000 as part of the Project Money program probably helped the accountability just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would sit there and be like, okay, we're at the end of the month. Let's let's not fill up our tanks of gas because it'll put us over budget on our gas for this month. You know. So you just wait one more day, you know, and then it's Friday and say, okay, and we start a new week then on, on our budget. And like right now, I my gas light is on in my car. It's parked in the garage, and um, tomorrow I'll get gas, and that works on the budget. Otherwise, it might put us over right now. So, so it's interesting because it really sounds like that you know the accountability of the program and the commitment that you made. Let's let's put the pro- let's put the idea that Project Money is ultimately a, a contest between four people to increase their savings and reduce their debt. It sounds like the accountability that you learned through the program through habit change is going to last a, quite a while. Oh yeah. Definitely. It, def- it definitely is going to, um, it, it, you know, and the fun thing about it is we made it a game. You know, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do that. Um, we would we would kind of challenge each other, you know, and even Aiden challenged us at times and said, you know, hey, your grocery budget's really high. What can you do about that? Well, we have a 25-year-old living at home with us, so, and he eats a lot. She said, let's see what we can do. So we went home and we took a inventory of our freezer what happened was it was it was getting to the point it needed defrosting so that was the perfect time top shelves are getting really iced up so you go through all of that you defrost it and then um, we would take a tally of everything that's in there write it down in a notebook you got this many steaks or whatever you have okay and then we did the pantry pantry and um, we found that you know when stuff goes on sale um, it was a good deal so we bought it we didn't probably use it, okay? Now the next flyer comes out and say, well, these are on sale. Okay, let's buy some of them too. You never know when you want it. And it turns out that we had um, enough, enough stuff enough. in our freezer and pantry to that we could live off for probably six weeks. That's makes me want to do that with my house. It's almost like we were hoarding food. But isn't that kind of the mindset of, of America in oh, yeah. some way, shape, or form? It, it probably America is. And, and, you know, especially for people who um, were kind of taught to, to take advantage of a sale mm-hmm. or to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, Better than paying full price, right? Yeah, so buy it on sale, right? And then here's another thing is with our food budget is we used to, Sue's known as a pretty good cook and she's got this notebook when she finds a good recipe. If she makes it and it's really good, then it makes it to the book. And if it's no good, we may tweak it or, okay, throw that away. So we would she would find a recipe. Um, we would go to the store and we'd buy those items to make that recipe. Now what we do after Project Money is we shop the sales. We look what's in the flyer, and based on that, either we have something or we'll buy something that's going to be on sale and make a recipe. So it's different for us now, and we save a lot of money now doing this. Once someone decides to do like the game, the challenge, right, of cleaning out your eating out of your pantry, eating out of your freezer, how do you... Where's the comfort level of bringing that back up? 
to a certain stock. I keep I, I want I like to at least have maybe about six or eight meals around that we have stuff and I mean right now I know I have about six or eight boxes of pasta because it was on sale and yeah. ten for ten. Yeah. Um so pasta, I mean with Chris, with our son living up uh, in school now, um it's easy for him to come home and say, Hey, can I take this? And you know it's I'm okay with it rather than be like, no, you can't take it. That's our stock. So when you have these meetings every single Thursday, was it was it a challenge to kind of get on the same page financially? You mean between Sue and I? No challenge at all. It, uh, it, it was easy. It was, it was easy. It was, it was like we, we knew what our we goal was. And um, when, we, when we started Project Money, we had also met with a, a financial advisor for the first time. And, you know, we're, I mean, we're 10 years or less to retirement. And we're like, we don't have a clue where we sit. You know, are we going to be okay? You know, what are we going to do? You know, are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be able to retire? And, and, it, and if so, at what age? So we um, met with him and he sat us down. And he goes, you know, you're, you're doing okay. You know, we got to get some of the stuff fine-tuned here. But I think once we found that out, we were like, okay. But we need to make changes for our future. So, and now we are yes. very confident that yeah. we're going to have a pretty bright future. Yeah, our Summit Financial Advisors, they sit down with folks and there's no fee to sit down with them. You can literally bring in your retirement account statements and they can look at it and tell you more about it, especially for people who have kind of this fear of anxiety and not they've never really looked at their 401ks or their 403bs before. They have no idea what questions Absolutely. to Absolutely. But, but I would recommend to still do that because you don't want to wait until just before you retire and then find out, hey, I hadn't saved enough. That's too late. So he did you, some projections for you to kind of show oh, you yeah. what what income you could potentially have in retirement, yes. and if you if it wasn't the income level that you were thinking, right. he helped you make some tweaks. We looked at everything and we're like, okay, because um, what precipitated that is the company that Jeff works for changed hands, and they were eliminating his profit sharing plan or his four hundred one k, and they said you either can roll it over into a new plan or take it out and put in something else. And we're like. I didn't know what, what was we best, do? so that's where we got in contact with him, and he said, I would recommend you bring that with me, and then he split that into two different accounts, and those were pretty strong because I've been there for a lot of years. And then, here's the neat thing, is, so with the new company, um, as ownerships, um, we started a 401 all over again, okay? So... We still put the same amount of money out of my checks into my 401 as I had before. And he said, I said, well, what kind of risk level? He said, go the highest you can. So I looked up and it was like 2065 was a retirement date. That's a long ways away, right? Wow. It's the most risky. Yes, it is. But really, what do I have to lose? I'm just starting out now with this one. Remember, all the other yep. ones went to two other baskets. Yes. Okay, yeah. so um, we did that, and holy cow, this thing is growing incredibly. Yes, it's a high risk, but he said, really, if the market crashes, leave it there because it's you can buy more at a cheaper value. And I'll so, say to anyone listening, this is yes. just specifically Jeff and Sue's situation. Yes, Do yes. not take any advice no, from no, no. this <laughs> session other than the fact that you should go see an investment planner, whether it's with your current financial or with obviously Summit Financial Advisors are fantastic. But it really is getting individualized advice, yes. right? Yes, yes.
Yes, they look. They look at everything: your yeah. life insurance, your four hundred one ks, your profit sharings, um, your uh, social security benefits, and anything else that you have out there. They take your all of that. All, yeah. yeah, they and take all know, of for the state employees who might be listening, they have their state pension plan, but they also have their deferred comp plan. Okay. And so that's one of those things where, like you were saying, you have a retirement account, and then you kind of have another retirement yeah. account. Mm-hmm. This people who work for the state of Wisconsin, they have their pension plus another retirement account option. So I think it's always important to contact your human resources department, look at all of your options, ask them to see who the the company is that's working with them, go to their website, log into your retirement account, take a look at it, print off anything you need to, take it to someone who's an expert um, who can meet with you for free. You know, we always talk about comparison shopping and really looking and making sure that you feel comfortable with whoever you're talking to about these big life decisions, right? Because we spend more time figuring out what scent of lotion we should put, you know, in our bathrooms than how much life insurance we have to protect our families in case something happens or how much money we're putting into our retirement accounts to live off of in, for the next and 30 years. And the big takeaway that I would say then is, you know, definitely look into it as soon as possible. Even if you have, even if you're like in the 20s, you want to be prepared when you get to that date. It may look like it's a long ways away, but, you know, once you, if you're not married, you get married and you maybe have kids and and they will occupy a lot of your time and money down the road, you know. Anyways, um, what I'm saying is you want to be prepared. You don't want to wait until just before retirement and then find out, oh, we don't have very much money. So tell me, I, you know, I want to go back a little bit to the, the Thursday night meetings, and I know you're both on the same page, but what advice would you give to someone where a couple or a partnership is not on the same page? Do you have any advice? Well, we've actually run into uh, several people um, since Project Money, people come up and talk with us and such. And we actually were shocked at how many people, adults, I mean, husband and wives, that said, oh, there's no way we could do this. I don't want him knowing what I'm spending. And the guy would say, I One want to One person told us um, that they talk about um, these blogs at work and they discuss it. And one, one person had said to us, this would never work, just like Sue just said, because, yeah. And another person told me... Um, um, I, I think my husband probably spends a lot more. And then I said, well, what about you? She said, yeah, probably so too. So you know, they, I don't think they want to know. And so that doesn't work. But you, got, you, ha- you have to have open communication. If you're going to make this work, you can't no. be hiding something from the other person or whatnot. I always knew when he was buying me a birthday card or something because the Walgreens receipt would come up, you know. So there's no hiding anything. Um, between us, and we, we're just upfront and honest. You know, be like, hey, you know, he does skeet shooting, and he'd be like, okay, I want to go out and skeet shoot this weekend, so it's going to be X number of dollars. Like, okay, we're going to deduct that out. Because I think it's important anytime so, that you have two people who have a combined income situation that they have the ability to have their hobbies. And the, the other person's mm-hmm, not yep. judged for them and that they're budgeted for. So there's no guilt in doing them, mm-hmm. right? Throughout this whole thing, we never went without. We never felt like we were missing out on something. We, it, it, the choices were ours. If we, don't, if we had friends that came and said, hey, do you want to go for fish or something? We'd be like, um, no, but why don't you come over and we'll have some drinks. And then they come over and, and we were okay with it. But there were those times where we'd be like, hey... Let's go out for dinner tonight. 
and we were and we had it budgeted. We knew that it was going to be within our budget, so we did that. One thing that we were laughing about is that we would go to um, car dealerships and test drive vehicles because they would give you uh, little gift cards for test driving their vehicles. And so we did that several times, um, like in November, and we ended up test driving four different vehicles, and we got. Now you $200. didn't just do that for nothing <laughs> so, because after because you bought no. two brand new vehicles after yeah. the program, right? Or similarly close right. to the program, right? Yes, yes, we did. So we knew we we knew we were going to be in the market for cars. So we're like, okay. And we told the dealers we're not buying until after the first of the year, but we need to narrow down our choices or things that we liked. Um, so it was great. It was great. We did that. We. Take, took the $200 and we actually bought some food fight certificates at Christmas time. So now we I can go out great. for dinner yeah. and it not costing us anything. Those to our kids, because they like to go out and eat too. You know, it's great to have in your car or in your purse or in your pocket that it's like, what are we going to do tonight? Say, hey, I got these cards, you know, it's simple. Well, and at the start of Project Money, I know that you were thinking about replacing your cars. So you really took, you know, nine months of planning before a next car purchase. And most people, you know, they don't think that long about purchasing a car or ramping up to be able to purchase the car. We both had high mileage. And yeah, and so it was actually last May when we started shopping because um, I Figured I should get rid of my car before it got too many miles. And then we got selected for this program, and it's like, you know what? And we even talked to Aiden about it. Talked interest rates and where we're going to take the money from. And I said, you know, Aiden was on board. She said, if you need a, if you need a new or a different car, we'll make it work. Yeah. And then I said to Sue, I said, this isn't going to work. We cannot be going, buying a car. We need that either in savings or to put toward debt reduction because of this program. So that's well, what, and what we, we find to too is yeah. people will prolong purchases that they think they need to do, especially bigger ones, to be able to increase their savings mm-hmm. and reduce their debt to put themselves in a more secure financial future before they make that bigger decision. And, right. it, and so you're not the only ones who've done yes. that in the Project Money smart, program yes. because mm-hmm. it's shifted their thinking in terms of stretching things it, it ahead def- of further out. Plus right? you thought more about it do I really need this or how much will this cost me? Yeah, and you know the, the trick to that too is a lot of our Project Money uh, participants who are in the same situation as you, they then could prolong the purchase of, or of a new car because they said to themselves, my car's going off warranty. I don't have any money for repairs. I'm just going to go buy a new one that's on warranty again. But be in the, right? Yeah, That's a mentality, right, yeah. of somewhat people are thinking, right, because yes. they're living paycheck to paycheck. And so once they got a couple of thousand dollars in a savings account where they knew if they needed to have $700, $800 worth of car repairs, which which typically every couple of years we, it, that hits one of our project money families where they just get money in savings and then it has to right. come out again because of life. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> they were able to pay for repairs out of a savings account, which it completely shifted their mindset in terms of, oh, I can save. Now I can pay for the repairs. I can keep the car I like mm-hmm. and I can right. I can get mm-hmm. that high mileage on it and I can just because of their thought process limp changing. it along right yeah so no we um we were able to just replace both of our vehicles and we knew that we were going to be able to we we knew we were going to be able to finance one of them and we were hoping that we would be the winners of project money so that we could actually the money that we had yeah. saved and put back into our savings that we could pay cash for 
the other vehicle. Oh, I bet that felt exactly fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sure did. Oh, really good. We've never done that well, before. Well, congratulations so. on winning Project Money. I think, you know, you worked really hard. You changed your mindsets. You have given a ton of advice to the to the folks who are listening. Do you have any closing thoughts or anything that we haven't mentioned that is notable about the last nine months of your life? I just think this whole program was just amazing. And what a turn um, of our whole financial thought process now. Um, for 33 years, we we did we ran our finances a specific way, and now we have this totally new, wonderful way of doing our finances that we've proven to ourselves it that runs we can like be a well-oiled machine. And like- yeah, and figure last 33 years we were doing this way. Now we have the next 33 years we're going to run it this way, and we're just really excited just to see where it's going to go to. Oh, go ahead, John. Uh, what I was going to say earlier as we were talking um, about we got our budget in line and things were going in like almost like snowballing, like things were really going well. Um, I think what I was going to say was that um, it almost seemed infectious when we started realizing what we were able to save early on and what we were paying off in debt, not the debt so much because that was sort of fixed with our loan and we knew our target dates of in three or three and a half years, depending on where you look at it. But um, the, so our savings was growing and it just seemed infectious because as it was growing, you felt better about it. And then it's like, well, this is really making us feel good where everybody would like to be, right? And and so then we would look for other ways to try to cut money. And, you know, and like Sue said, we never really went without you know, it's not like we stayed home all the time and did nothing. So it sounds like communication is key. Yes. Making, increasing your savings and reducing your debt or at least finding the money more of a game. Yes. Right. And that in itself helps hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also getting advice based on things that you you don't know yet. Being able to show your entire financial picture to somebody, whether it's a financial planner or you know a coach at Summit Credit Union, and just saying, what are my options? What can I do? Raise your hands up, say, we need help. You know, it's not, you're not bad per se, because you need, you need some guidance. I wasn't an expert in this and neither was he. And now it's like, this is, it's almost stupid simple. Because this is, it's, once you start doing it, it's like, we should have been doing this all along. Yeah, well, anyways, we didn't, you know. But it, as I said um, after we won in an interview that I said it was kind of like looking around the house, looking for your glasses, and then you found them on top of your head. I, I've actually done that. <laughs> what I mean is, um, where, where did we find this money? It was right underneath our noses. We were spending it or just not, not, where the money was going. Yeah. So what was the word? Um, mindful spending is another one of our new words that goes along with budget. <laughs> so that's what people should should take out of this. Um, you need a budget and you need to spend money mindfully. Think about where it goes. Yeah. Where your money's going. We are yeah. very grateful at Summit that you trusted us to share your story and that Coach Aiden was so much a part of your journey. Yes. And so we just want to thank you so much for being part of, you know, the Summit family and the Summit Project Money family. And I want to share your final numbers. Feel like there should be some sort of drum roll. Drum roll, yes. <laughs> it's amazing. If someone would have told us in the beginning 
what we would be able to achieve. We would no have said way that they're can, crazy. can somebody um, do that, you know? Well, you did. So you increased your savings by $36,000, and you reduced your debt by $11,000, and you will be debt-free in three years? Three years. We laugh because when we look at those numbers, we're like, it's like it having is. another income. Think about that out there. If all of a sudden, you know, you didn't even have to go to work, they just the money comes rolling in, you know, it, because it, it is just like another job. And so now once the house is paid for, then in what, six, six months after that, the rest of the car will be paid off. So we will be debt free. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me and share Thanks your for story. And thank you to Summit Credit yes, Union just for the wonderful program that they have. Because without yes. this, we wouldn't feel so good. <laughs> well, I want you to keep in touch because maybe we'll maybe we'll talk to you in a in you know a year and find out where you are after that. Okay. So thank you oh, so much. Thank you. Join us next time for our Money Smarts podcast to get more tips, tools, and advice on how you can own your money. Discover more Money Smarts at SummitCreditUnion.com. Like us on our Facebook page. Tweet us or pin something from our Pinterest boards. That's all for today. Thanks for listening, and remember, it's your money. Own it. <laughs>